0: and welcome to the Fitness Besties podcast with Lisa Dawn Beckwith. That's me! I'm Lisa, your friendly fitness coach and your newest bestie. My goal is to help you create sustainable habits that won't make you want to run away at the mention of exercise. Together, we'll wave goodbye to going it alone on your fitness journey as we embark on open, honest conversations and the support you need to start prioritizing you. Hey there, fitness besties, and welcome to another episode. I'm Lisa, your friendly fitness coach and your newest bestie. I'm so excited to have you join me today for another episode where we can come together to build a supportive community that feels like hanging out with your best friend. My mission is simple, to empower you to prioritize your health and well-being, one embracing sustainable habits and maintaining balance in our busy, crazy, busy lives. So today's episode, we're talking about something I hear quite often, I can't strength train at home. I don't have any equipment. Well, let me tell you, you absolutely can. Don't let the lack of equipment be a barrier to your fitness journey. We're going to explore some effective ways to strength train at home with no fancy gear required. Strength training is so important and I'm so passionate about helping people to build their old lady bones by building their bone density building muscle mass and strength, and improving your joint health. It's also really, really important for our confidence and our independence, knowing that we can handle things on our own without needing any help. So things like lifting your suitcase, being able to walk on uneven surfaces when you're out exploring, climbing over things, all those different things, just knowing that you can handle what life Throws at you. That's why strength training is so important. (laughs) Okay, first, let's address this common misconception that equipment is a must for effective strength training. Many of us struggle to work out at home when we don't have a fancy home gym setup. Guess what? You don't need it. I'm going to be breaking down this barrier today and I'm going to show you how you can get started and achieve fantastic results without equipment. It's all about creativity, resourcefulness, and getting a little bit inventive. Before we go into equipment and how we can do it without fancy equipment, I just wanted to share with you, recap maybe, I've talked about this in past episodes, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how we build strength so you just understand a few of the fundamentals and then we can get talking about equipment. So the magic formula to get stronger is to lift really heavy things as many times as possible each week. Though heavy means what you can do now, starting light and building up over time. Gradually increasing the load so you can build strength using what we call progressive overload. I'll explain that in a minute. So some common vocabulary that you might have heard. A rep. Or a repetition is one complete exercise movement. So it could be a squat, a press-up. A set is a group of consecutive reps. So it could be 10 press-ups, 10 squats, 5 squats, whatever it is you're doing. So a rep is one, a set is a group of them. The more sets we do per week equals strength gains. So the more we get stronger. And it's the total sets per week that determines our strength gain rather than how many sessions you spread it between. So how much weight should you use? Enough to make the move feel challenging. We want to aim for about 5 to 10 reps as many times as possible each week. And we want to stop each set 2 to 3 reps before failure, which is where you start to slow down noticeably. And another way to think about it is to leave two to three in the tank. So if you were to do failure, failure means we you physically cannot lift anymore, even if I paid you a million pounds to do it. I wish I had a million pounds to give you, but you physically can't. Your body just at that moment has like hit a wall. So we want to stop two to three before that. We also want to train movements, not muscles there are about 620 muscles in the human body. To train each one separately would require 620 exercises. And I don't think anyone got time for that. I definitely don't. And it's not necessary. So we can train all the muscles with five movements. And we talked about this in episode three, but I'll recap it here for you. To strengthen all your shoulder muscles and your torso muscles, your upper body, we need to do a push and pull movement. So we want to push and pull horizontally, so forward in front of your body and vertically overhead. And to strengthen all your lower body and torso muscles, we want to do a squat or lunge variation. And then if you add in some cardio, like walking, running, dancing, whatever your thing is that you like to do, then you've got yourself a really well-rounded workout. So how do we know when to progress? Well, we want to apply the progressive overload principle to continue to get stronger. So when it gets easier, we need to do more or we'll stop gaining strength and either plateau or start to lose strength. We need to move on to find a movement that's challenging to reach the 5 to 10 reps. So starting light and gradually increasing the load is key to unlocking your true strength potential. Think of this as a journey of growth where each step brings you closer to your goals. So now we've talked about all of that, what can we use instead of weights or machines? Well, you'd be surprised how many everyday items can double as workout tools. From water bottles to chairs and even your own body. So let's explore the possibilities. Some of the things you can use are cans. So I'm sure we've all got tins of things in the cupboard, cans of beans, tomatoes, what else have I got in my cupboard? Coconut milk, all sort of staples that you have in your cupboard. You can use them. They're not super heavy, but they work. I work with a lot of people, all of my clients during the pandemic. We did obviously virtual training. And they just got creative, and it's amazing how how many things you can find to use. So cans are a great thing. Water bottles of varying sizes you can fill them up with uh, different amounts of water to make them heavy. Heavy items you've got around your house: boxes, bags, books, all sorts of things like that. You could also put a lot of items into into a bag, into a carry bag, a tote bag, a rucksack even. And you can and you can hold onto that close to your body by your side. You can use it to push things overhead, hold it onto it to do squats and things. To so get really really creative, I'm sure you can find some things. And then chairs are also great for doing things like like you can scoot off the edge of your chair, have your hands on there, do your dip, works your arms. You can use it for squat variations. You can use it to vary the height of things like press-ups. You can start with your hands on the chair, knees on the floor, hands on the chair, straight legs. And even if you want to progress it to the other end, you can increase the load through the body. You could feet on the chair and hands on the floor. So there's so many ways you can vary something like a press-up by uh, changing, changing the height. And a chair is a great way to do that. You can also use it to hold on to, to steady yourself if you need to. So chairs are also a great thing to, to use. Very versatile. And I'm sure we've all got some sort of chair in our past that we can use. And body weight exercises, like the push-ups I just talked about, uh, also have some incredible benefits. They're versatile, accessible, and perfect for those of us who are constantly on the go. So you can even do them when you're out and about. Say you're out for a walk or something. You could use a park bench or a fence, as long as it's sturdy. Make sure it's it's okay. But you could do that to do some press ups, some dips, some split squat, lungy type exercises. So there's so many different ways you can use body weight exercises, and we'll talk about those a little bit more in a minute. So if you're starting off with stuff around your house, say things like tins, cans, whatever food food in cans and things like that, that are maybe not as heavy as you perhaps need is obviously better than, than nothing, can you build strength with low load and high rep workouts? Well, yes, you absolutely can build strength with any form of resistance training, particularly when you're just getting started. However, you will build more strength with higher load and lower reps like we talked about with the, that 5 to 10 rep range. So if your goal is to build strength, then a higher load is going to get you there quicker. Just use what you've got to get started. And let's just talk a little bit more about this. Once you get past that kind of 6 months mark of consistent training, your progress will start to slow down. And by the time you've been training for around about a year, you'll probably start to see a plateau in your progress. And that's totally normal. When we start out something new, we're always going to get that sort of change quicker. And then over time, the body hasn't got infinite um, like ability to change and adapt. So it will adapt quite quickly to start with, and then it will start to slow down. You will still see change. But when you're just getting started and you're in your first six months or so, pretty much anything you do is going to work to start building your strength. So This is great news. Yes definitely use what you've got and just get started. So even if what you start with is not the heaviest you could lift, so maybe those cans are not super heavy, but it's something. And also what you're doing is you're working on building the habit. So I talk all the time. I've got so many other episodes you could listen to about habit building. But the hardest thing to starting a habit is just that getting started. You want to just get started with what you've got. Don't let the barrier of, oh, I need to order this or I haven't got time to get this or I haven't got the funds to get this or I haven't got the space to get equipment or anything. Just start with what you've got. Start that habit and just get started. So yeah, just get started building the habit of fitting regular strength training into your day. And as you build that habit over time, you can always add on more from there. We build our strength on a curve as well. So like I said, when you first got, uh, get started, you'll see massive changes uh, as when you first get started in that first six months. And then over time, as time goes on, the curve will start going down and you'll start to see not so much change over time. So just think of it like that curve. And once you've been training for a year or two, your progress will start to slow down. And that's totally normal. And you'll just have to start getting a bit more specific with your uh, programming in order to keep progressing. This is where you want the 10 reps or heavier. It's going to significantly enhance your strength. So by this time, you would have already built your habit and probably invested in a few pieces of equipment. Some of my personal favorites to use at home are some dumbbells of, of different weights and kettlebells. They are great. I've got two or three different weights of kettlebells and, and some dumbbells and some bands and things. So you don't, you don't need much really to, to get a great workout. With lower load and high reps, you're going to train more endurance rather than strength. However, when you are just getting started, you're going to gain endurance and strength from pretty much anything you do, which is fantastic. So when you're starting out, you're going to get stronger no matter what you do. Even if you are further along your fitness journey, you'll still continue to get stronger from relatively higher rep ranges, but your progress will be faster if you use heavier loads. So just remember, it's never too late to start lifting weight. It doesn't matter how old you are, what you've got at home. We just want to get started. If you sit in a chair, you squat. If you pick up a box, you deadlift. If you put something on a high shelf, you're doing an overhead press. So we use these movements in every day, which is why these movements are so great. Train, and I talk about in episode 11, using our our training to to train us for life, for those movements that we do every day. So don't let the, the idea that you have to lift super heavy weight intimidate you or stop you from getting started. Just start where you are with what you have and build from there. So let's talk a little bit more about some exercises and routines and things you can do at home with no equipment. So you've got things like squats and lunges you can do. You can do them just on their own with no body weight. And if you want to start progressing those, you can do things like single leg variations. You can also do body weight exercises like press-ups and dips. And you can change the body position to vary the load. Then so let's talk about how we can fit these into our day. So we talked about the fact that uh, you get stronger by lifting heavier things. And the more you do, the stronger you get. So how do we fit this into our crazy busy week? Well, I love to fit them into my day in small bursts of bite-sized movement sessions. And you'll be surprised how much you can get done while the kettle boils. I've tried it. I've actually got everything done. I've got some squats. I've got some push, some pull. And, you know, a little bit of mobility and stretching and things. It's amazing how much you can get done in a very short space of time. Remember to start where you are and progress from there. And if this is all new to you, pick one thing to start with and build over time. This includes building your equipment. As you can see from what we've already talked about, don't let not having any equipment be a barrier. Get creative. Start with what you have. Or start with bodyweight exercises, which are absolutely fantastic. And start building your old lady bones today. <laughs> I love that phrase. I saw it on Instagram and I was like, yes, let's build our old lady bones. <laughs> I'll just mention quickly, I won't go into it too much, but today, the day of recording actually is osteoporosis day. And if you don't know what osteoporosis is, it's, it's more prevalent in women. And it happens as we get older, as we go into the menopause and we have certain things going on in our body. So it's so important that we start building our strong bones now. So we're stronger for later on in life and we don't get things like osteoporosis and we're strong and, you know, we've got our independence and things like that. So yeah, let's start getting our old lady bones, building them and building them stronger. Now let's talk about something exciting for those of you who want to get stronger but might be wondering how to get that strong start or can't seem to find time in your busy day. If you're ready to kickstart a new exercise routine, prioritize self-care and make a lifestyle shift, then my Strong Start program might be exactly what you need. It's a six journey designed to help you build enjoyable, sustainable habits that will last year round. By the end of this program, you'll have everything you need to create a fitness plan that's tailored to you and sustainable for the long run. We'll dive deep into the five fundamental movements of strength training, equipping you with the knowledge and skills to design a whole body workout that will serve you for years to come. But here's the thing, it's not enough to just hand you a list of exercises, you deserve to understand the why behind each movement and how they work together. And it's not just about creating a plan. It's about helping you build the consistency and habits that will make exercise a seamless part of your life. It's about making it work for your unique body and circumstances. So if you're curious and keen to learn more or you're ready to take that strong start, doors are currently open. So head over to my website, lisadawnbeckwith.com forward slash strong start to find out more and kick off your journey to a stronger, healthier you today. And I can't wait to welcome you. And if you are listening to this episode later and the doors might not be open, head to the website anyway, you'll get all the information and you'll be able to join the waitlist for when we open next time. Or you can always drop me a message and we can have a chat. So let's talk about some common questions that I've been getting about home strength training. First of all, is it possible to do strength training at home? Absolutely it is. What's the best way to do it? We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll discuss how you can achieve your fitness goals without ever stepping foot in a gym, if that's your preference. So there's no need to worry about gym membership or commuting, which is the absolute best bit. I think you can slot in around your day, which is what I love doing. That's why I love the bite-sized movements. I can fit them in between meetings or first thing in the morning or five minutes here, 10 minutes there. It's so easy to slot it in around your day. So just get started. So is it possible to do strength training at home? Absolutely. It's not only possible, but it's highly effective to do strength training at home. You don't need a gym membership or expensive equipment to build strength. Bodyweight exercises and simple home tools can provide excellent resistance for your workout. What's the best way to strength train at home? The best way to strength train at home is to create a well-rounded workout routine that targets all the major muscle groups. So we've talked about this already. You want to focus on the five movements that we talked about earlier, the push, the pull, the squat, lunge variations. So for your upper body, you've got your push and pull, and for your legs, you've got your squat or lunge variations as they work multiple muscles at once. And they're more of the movements that we do every day. You know, squatting is sitting and standing, getting out of our chairs. You know, pushing is, is pushing a heavy box. Pulling is, you know, lifting up your shopping bags to, to put them onto the counter. So they're, they're also practical movements that we do every day. How can I strength train without going to the gym? Well, strength training at home can be just as effective as going to the gym. If you follow uh, a routine and you cover all those, uh, those basic movements, you can start with body weight exercises and gradually introduce resistance tools like dumbbells, kettlebells, resistant bands, or whatever objects you found around your house, you know, get creative. And you can use these as you progress if you want to. Focus on the progressive overload by increasing the difficulty of your exercises over time. So when it starts getting a bit easier, you up the resistance or you change the body position if you're using body weight exercises. Do I need to go to the gym for strength training? While the gym can provide access to a wide range of equipment and a motivating environment where you've got other people around you exercising, it's not necessary for strength training. And many people prefer working out at home due to the convenience and time saving benefits. Home strength training can be just as effective. I hope that these questions have kind of summed up a little bit what we've already talked about. And you're seeing now that don't need, you don't need fancy equipment to get started. You don't even need equipment, just need to develop and you can build on it from there. So, here's a few practical tips and advice for home strength training. So, first of all, you want to set some clear goals. So, you want to determine what you want to achieve with your strength training, whether it's building muscle, increasing the endurance, overall fitness, if there's any sort of particular movement that you want to be working on that's going to help you with your everyday life, like we were talking about last week, any gardening or a particular sport or something that, you know, a particular movement you want to get better at you can make sure you work that into your training having clear goals will help you stay motivated and you also want to know why you're doing it as well so this will help help keep you motivated as well and having those goals and know why you're doing it it could be that roadmap of where you're aiming for so it's like going on a journey isn't it if you just say oh i just want to go somewhere <laughs> i didn't know when you get there so yeah it's good to, to set some clear goals and know why you're doing it. You want to create a bit of a plan. So if you're just starting out, pick one of those five movements. Squats are a great one to start with. Over time, as you build, you want to include the push and pull movements like push-up, rows, dips. My Strong Start program will also help you with this if you want some support creating something that really works for you. Progressive overload, you want to gradually increase the intensity of your workouts by adding resistance, increasing the repetitions, um, reducing the, the rest time in between doing things uh, like that, or changing the body weight position if you're if your doing body weight. And this ensures that you get continuous improvement. So when it starts getting easier, you make it a little bit harder. You want to stay consistent. So consistency is key to seeing results. You want to schedule your workouts into your daily or weekly routines and stick to them. So put it in your calendar. If it's a, if it's a, you know a block of time that you want to save, you know whether you want to do it in the morning before you you start your day, you want to like slot it in throughout the day. You can look at your calendar and say, oh, I've got a little bit of time here. I can put it in there. Schedule some little time blocks, but also use movement bites to fit them into your day and break up your sitting time if you're you're quite sedentary uh, for your work. Rest and recovery. You want to allow your muscles time to recover by scheduling some rest days between intense workouts. So if you've had like a good long session, maybe you've, you've spent a bit of time really working. You've done maybe multiple sets within one session then recovery is when your muscles repair and grow stronger. Listen to your body. It is possible to to do something every day depending on the amount you do, but sometimes you just need a day off and that's okay. Stay hydrated. So proper hydration is crucial for our overall health and workout performance. So make sure you keep drinking water while you're doing your workouts and throughout the day. So if that's something you struggle with, I like to use um, my whiteboard and I just like to mark off sort of how many glasses of water I'm having a day or you can set little reminders on your phone. You can also do that as well for your like movement sessions or your movement bites. You can put a little uh, alarm on your phone every hour or if you've decided a specific time you want to do something, you can set your little alarm saying move now or Go for a walk, or you said you were going to do some squats now, or something. Just, just to remind yourself to keep moving. That's so important when we're first getting started. Instead of consistency, doing that something over time, rather than just that is and then nothing for ages. So you know, we've all been there. That all or nothing. <laughs> so yeah, we want to make sure that we are staying consistent. You want to listen to your body. So pay attention to your body signal. If you're feeling pain beyond normal muscle soreness, it's okay. Things are going to, you know, feel a little bit uncomfortable. We're pushing the, the boundaries of what, what we can currently do. That's okay. If it feels intolerable, if you can't tolerate it or something just feels wrong, then stop and um, get some advice some medical advice if need. And stay motivated. So find ways to stay motivated, whether it's tracking your progress. So we've talked about tracking loads before, setting yourself rewards for reaching certain milestones or working out with a friend. could even do it virtually or you could just message each other and say, hey, have you done something today? And again, Strong Start is going to be great for that because it's a group program. So you're, you're going to be doing the program individually, but also There'll be other people on the journey with you as well. So you've got that sort of community support of people cheering you on. You've also got the Fitness Besties community with the podcast. So yeah, I really, really want to get this community sort of engaging with each other. So you can use the hashtag Fitness Besties pod on Instagram and we can help find each other. You can share your stories on online. You can message me with things at Lisa Dawn Beckwith. And yeah, I would love to hear from you. So remember, everyone's fitness journey is unique and what works best for you may be different for others. The key is to find a routine and approach that you enjoy and you can maintain over the long term. So remember, consistency is the key. So before we wrap up, I want to hear from you. Send in your questions, share your success stories or tell me about your favorite home workout routines. I really want to build a strong community here and your input makes it even more special. So remember, you can connect with me online and be part of the Fitness Besties community. You can use the hashtag Fitness Pond. You can find me at Lisa Dawn Beckwith over on Instagram and join in the conversation. I'm here, along with the rest of the Fitness Besties community, to support you every step of the way. Even if you don't know them, you've never met them, we are all collectively cheering each other on. So you have got this. And if you need a little extra help, this is exactly what my Strong Start program will help you with. To find out more and sign up today, you can head to my website, lisadornbeckwith.com forward slash strong start. And thank you so much for tuning in today. You are amazing. And I'm so grateful to have you part of this supportive community. If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe, leave a review and share it with your fitness besties. Together, we can empower more people to prioritize their health and well-being. Stay tuned for the next episode, where we'll tackle another exciting fitness topic until then, take care of yourself and keep moving. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. And if you haven't grabbed my free busy women's fitness habit tracker, which includes bonus training videos with tips and ideas then head to the link in the show notes and grab it today so you can learn how to build sustainable movement habits that fit into your already busy schedule. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with a friend or on social media. And if you haven't submitted a review, I'd love to hear from you. Just head to Apple Podcasts and review to help others find the show. And lastly, if we're not connected, head over to Instagram and say hi. I'd love to hear from you. Tune in every Friday for new episodes. Speak to you soon. Bye.